That quintessential sound, that music, that scream, everything adds up to possibly one of the most iconic scenes in cinema history. That's right, guys. This week, I want to talk about Psycho. So um, why I wanted to talk about Psycho, um, a couple uh, weeks ago, someone said, okay, Cass, what is that one film that you couldn't live without? You're on a desert island, you know, and somehow you have TV and one DVD player. What What is that film you would watch? And... The only thing I could say was definitely Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Um, stood out for me, uh, well, I'll be honest, the first time I saw it, I was pretty young and thought it was the dumbest movie. Um, it just wasn't scary. I found Norman kind of annoying. And, well, at the time, I was just, you know, comparing it to a lot more gorier things, so I really had no respect for the film. Uh, it wasn't until much later when I really, really became to appreciate it. <clears throat> Anyways, 1960, American uh, psychological horror um, combination definitely created the foreground for slasher films, I guess. Basically, going forward, if it wasn't for this film, we really wouldn't have Jason leading into Freddy and so forth. Uh, the director, of course, as we all know, Alfred Hitchcock. And uh, the writer, he actually brought on a man named Joseph Stefano. Um, and uh, he just, you know, it was a huge project to undertake. So the help of an additional staff, me- um, <laughs> staff member, I guess, is definitely helpful. Of course, he did have his secretary and, and more importantly, his wife, who he, who he did rely on a, quite a bit during the, the process of the film. Now, this is self-produced by him. At the time, he was coming off um, North by Northwest, and Paramount really, you know, they wanted to reap the benefits of this film. And he just, he could not convince them that this, that Psycho, you know, this this book by Robert Blake or Bloch, I, I honestly, I always forget the man's name, but uh, anyways, he um, he loved the book and wanted to bring it bring it to life on film, but no horror movie like this has ever been done before. So it was quite quite a, a controversial uh, topic, and not to mention just a controversial film altogether. Now, um, as for the, the characters and the cast, he, he was pretty picky on who he wanted. Altogether with his female cast members, I didn't quite know this, but he was picky with them all to begin with. Um, anyways, uh, our two main characters, Anthony Perkins as Norman Bates, and Janet Lee as Marion Crane. Um... The, the plot is focused basically around these two, where we are uh, centered around Secretary Marion Crane, who kind of gets into her own sort of misfits from stealing money from her employer. And she ends up, you know, at, uh, at Norman's hotel on one dark, dreary, rainy night and, uh, and gets to know Norman. And from there, our, our film goes on to basically go down in history. Now, um, it, uh, some fun fun facts I didn't know during the uh, the actual shower scene. This scene itself was filmed uh, from December 17th to December 23rd in 1959, and it has over 77 different camera angles. The finished scene itself runs about three minutes, but includes a, f- uh, a record-setting 50 cuts. Now, in um, a combination of close-up shots, this the shower scene itself um 
he he basically wanted to translate the menace from the screen to the mind of the the actual audience so that cut quick cut editing really gives you the audience member the feeling of the kill it just really it's unsettling it it's it, it leaves you on the edge of your seat <clears throat> now uh pardon me <coughs> a little bit of a tickle in my throat now um the editors of course didn't like the shower scene it's it's very similar to like the trident ad um you know four out of five dentists do not agree basically um out of the let's say there's Three, two out of the three um, members of the uh, the board felt that there was nudity in the shower scene. Of course, there is none, um, and the one didn't see any nudity. When Hitch took the film back, he didn't, of course, do anything with it and said, of course, oh, I'll edit the film and showed it to them again. The one who didn't see nudity saw nudity, and then the two that have saw nudity before didn't see nudity. So it really speaks speaks to the power of the film. <clears throat> now, um, I don't know if anyone has seen Anthony uh, Hopkins' film Hitchcock, but it is actually pretty true to life for what the film is. So I, I highly, highly recommend it. Probably summarizes the history better than I do in this podcast. But uh, I, I really enjoyed it, and, and Anthony Hopkins, of course, does just a fabulous job. Now, um, I did not know... That there was quite a few award nominations for this. He was Best Supporting Actress and uh, Best Director. Sadly, no one won, but uh, just the fact that there was nominations for the film itself is pretty groundbreaking. Um, to me, it's one of Hitchcock's best films, and I'm, I'm sure there's many who agree with me on that. Um, it set a new level for acceptability for violence, deviant behavior, and sexuality in film. Um, really, guys, if it wasn't for this, there's there's so much we really couldn't couldn't look back and and see, you know, existing in in North American film itself. Now, um, <clears throat> the uh, the house that they use for the Bates Motel is actually based on Edward Hopper's painting, The House by the Railroad, which um, I had the chance to look up. It's it's striking resemblance, and I, if I didn't find that fact, I, I never would have known. Highly recommend checking it out. And um, I also another fun fact about the film I didn't know was that Hitchcock asked, you know, he really wanted everyone to improvise. And the scene with Perkins involving the candy corn was a complete improvisation, which is kind of a, a neat fact. And he, um, he Hitchcock enjoyed hiding the corpse of Bates' mother, um, which, you know, was just a prop in Lee's changing room, just, just to frighten her, which in the film Hitchcock, they, they do do a quick little fun uh, poking scene. Now, um, the the film itself, of course, you know, was worldwide, but the these different scenes were edited out. In Britain, the shower scene, of course, had its its own editing. New Zealand, um, they didn't. In, uh, they edited out the scene where Norman's washing the blood from his hands after uh, after Marion. And in Singapore, they actually um, edited out the murder of Arbogast, the uh, detective, who's one of the secondary uh, characters who who does help develop the plot later on. 
Now, um, some of the controversial stuff about the film was during the actual uh, release in theaters. Um, you know, a lot of theaters didn't want to take on this film, and it was more the low-budget ones that that did accept it. And uh, what he ended up doing was that then he, being Hitchcock, was that no one was allowed late admission to the film. So you had to be there on time and in there basically before the doors were closed because after that you were, you know, not allowed in. And essentially the reason for this is because he did not want anyone to miss that quintessential scene. Uh, for those of you who don't know what that is, I don't want to say it because of course, my number one rule in this podcast is no spoilers. Um, but basically, it's that scene alone, you know, when you add everything up and you get it from the very, very beginning, it, it really changes the perspective. And that's why you hear people say they don't really want to take a shower. Or at least after they saw that film, they didn't want to take a shower because they were terrified of what, what lied behind. Now, um... Owners of the theaters initially hated this at first. It was a concept they were really new to, but they grew to love it because there were lineups outside of their theaters just stretching down the street. Of course, that sort of um, promotion itself, just having people lined up, is speaks volumes that no advertisement could. So, of course, their, their sales were booming. Now, um, just this film alone, I could just go on and on and on and on about um it's just one of my absolute favorites um and if for those of you and i know there is those of you out there who haven't seen it you need to check it out psycho by alfred hitchcock it's just basically adds up to to everything that we love about horror and it's just it's shocking to me those of you who haven't seen it so you know for shame go check it out don't make plans this Friday, no matter how nice the weather is. Go rent this film. Um, I mean, come on. It's got a 96% score. Uh, it's, that obviously means that it's it's possibly a perfect film. So, uh, anyways, that's, uh, that's it for me this week, guys. Signing off. Uh, until then, thanks.